Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hitchcock. The Next Level Leadership Podcast exists with you in mind. It exists to raise you to your next level of leadership. We've got a great show in store for you today. We're going to be continuing our series entitled Leader Sees. Leader Sees with this week's focus on generosity. Generosity is such a powerful principle. True leaders realize that generosity is the bedrock of their vision. It's the wind behind their sails. Stay tuned for this exciting episode, and you'll find out ways we can be generous in our everyday life. This is something you do not want to miss. So it is great to be with you once again each and every week. It's such an honor and a privilege. As always, joined with Josh Parnell it's always exciting. Week after week, we get to talk about different topics with different focuses. And, and when we talk about this and in terms of leadership, it's interesting how leadership isn't a simple thing. It, it's, it's very complex, but it's very simple at the same time. It's really paradoxical in nature. Yeah, agreed, Josh. Uh, awfully generous of you to introduce me today. Ready to get into it. Excited about this topic. I feel like every comment or whatever is always like, a hidden meaning, right? It's, it no, shows. Not sure what you're talking about. Thinking, just, generous, just excited about this episode. You. That's all. Ah, okay. Well, I got you. Maybe it's just me then. What can I say? I'm a simple man. But generosity is is one of my favorite topics. I believe that generosity, literally, literally, hear me, has the power to transform lives, communities, and even nations. Leaders realize that generosity is the bedrock for everything we do. Everything we do is based on generosity. You know, oftentimes it's easy. We can ask ourselves, how can I make a difference? How can I impact somebody around me? How can I somehow, some way in my sphere of influence, in my community, in my state, in my region, in my country, how can I make a difference in my day-to-day life? Well, I can tell you one way you can do that is through generosity. And generosity is such a powerful tool because you think about it, one act of generosity has the power to have a trickle-down effect and affect many, many lives. I've heard stories from organizations that raise money for various causes, and I won't share the specifics of the organization I'm referring to right now, but I think about you know something that I was privileged to hear about in their financials is, you know, this is an organization, it's a charitable organization that takes in revenue about $100 million a year. And I say revenue in quotation marks. Obviously, it's a charity, so it's moving along as it takes in. It's moving the funds right along. You know, I asked one day, well, what's the average donation, right? What is the average donor giving? And, and they said, well, the average donation is $5. And then I couldn't believe that. I mean, you're taking in $100 million a year, but your average donation is $5. Something that you and I, if we think about, I think all of us, for the most part, can say, hey, if you ask me to donate 5 bucks, I think we, for the most part, could do that, right? Most people are able to do that. That's giving up a cup of coffee. That's, you know, giving up eating out, right? And not even the full meal, just dessert. That's giving up a very small thing. And that was their average donor was $5, yet they were taking in over $100 million a year and making a phenomenal impact in the field that they're in. And I thought that was fascinating. That was the average donation. So to me, generosity, as you and I get involved as leaders with generosity, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do something just grand, right? Because you might be thinking, well, I just don't have a grand amount of finances. I don't just have a grand amount of time. I don't have the influence that I want to have to be generous in the way I want to be generous. Well, that's fine. Start where you are. Find out where you are right now, and you have the opportunity to be generous right where you're at. I think, Josh, that's a great example of how a little bit can go a long way. You know, And we've talked in the past about how we can't let the size of our current assignment dictate the significance of our impact. And a little bit 
for some can go a long way for others. And even in the way that we're leading, you know, the key word is intentionality and being able to manage our time effectively. It's important to make time for those that we're leading and it's critical to our own professional growth and development to meet with those who are leading us. You know, prioritizing these meetings and being intentional about it is a way that generosity and leadership can be conveyed, but a little bit is critical and can go a long way. I think often that we're waiting, right? It's easy to wait for that big moment, that aha moment that says, hey, okay, now I'm going to be generous. But a leader realizes that generosity is just who you are. That's where you are. And and I like how one guy I heard speak said this not too long ago. He said, oftentimes when he's giving, he's, he's asking himself, what is the least he can do? Oftentimes we ask ourselves, what is the most I can do? And that's great. That's a great question we should ask ourselves. But he asked himself, what is the least I can do? Right? In the sense of, what is the very least I could do here? Maybe this isn't something that's huge. Maybe maybe this isn't, you know, some decision I'm going to make that's just going to impact the whole nation all at once. But what is the least I could do to touch this life that's right in front of me? What can I do? And you know what? That may just have a trickle-down effect where it touches another life and another life and another life and another life, all because you decided to be generous to that person in front of you, all because you decided to be generous. So it's in our giving where the works behind our vision take place. In other words, it's when you give that your vision goes from vision to action. You know, I, I believe that. I believe that our gifts, our talents, our abilities, you know, we've talked about that. They're not for us, right? We talked about that when we talked about servanthood, that we're here to serve others. And, and really what servanthood is, servanthood is synonymous with generosity. We are a servant, you are generous because you're giving, you're pouring out of yourself. But in the middle of that, it's in our giving when the works behind our vision take place. In other words, that's when your vision, and I said this a few moments ago, goes from vision to action. In other words, that's when your faith becomes reality. When you're looking to make an impact, you want to make an impact, and this is one way to do it. Your vision becomes real and tangible when you give. That's when it becomes real and tangible is when you give. No matter where we're at in life, we have the ability to give and make an impact in our world. If you are always looking for the perfect time to be generous, it's never going to happen. If we wait and say, when am I going to be generous? I'm waiting to step out. I want to be a better leader. I want to be a better person. If you're always looking for a perfect time to be generous, that's never going to happen. It's up to you and I to step out in our day-to-day life and begin doing that now. And there's practical ways you and I can be generous as leaders. One of the ways we can be generous as leaders is through giving of our time. Giving of our time. You know, time is money. I know that's a a saying, and it should be something that as leaders, we look at it as such, right? Time is a form of currency because we don't get it back. How we spend it matters. And often, you know, we can and we have the ability to be generous with our time, whether it's at a charity, whether it's at our church, whether it's mentoring somebody else, whether it's pouring in to people around us, whether it's team members at our businesses or whether it's family members, whatever it is, we have the ability to be generous with our time. When we're giving of our time, in a way that doesn't necessarily bring us anything back in return. We're giving it away to others. Yeah, Josh, you know, a story that comes to mind is when a young boy asked his father how much money he made per hour. And, you know, the father was like, hey, that's none of your business. But if you must know, make about $100 an hour. And so his son then asked, can I borrow $50? So the father got upset. He was like, hey, if the only reason you're asking me to borrow some money to buy a silly toy or something or some kind of nonsense, just go to your room. I mean, this is not, you know, I'm not raising you to be selfish like this. So the little boy went to his room. He quietly went there and he shut the door. The man sat down and and he actually started to get a little angrier about the questions. He's like, how dare he ask me for this money? After about an hour or so, 
he calmed down. He started to think, hey, maybe there was something that he really needed. You know, maybe I jumped the gun. I, I rushed to conclusions. And so he went to the little boy's room. He knocked on the door. He peeked in and said, hey, you know, are you asleep? The son replied, no, dad, I'm awake. The father then said, hey, I've been thinking. Maybe I was too hard on you earlier. It's been a long day. I took out my aggravation on you. So here's the $50 that you asked for. He sat up. He was smiling. He was ecstatic about this. And then he started getting some more crumpled up bills underneath his pillow. The man saw that the boy already had some dollar bills, and he got angry again. And he's like, what is it? what's he up to, right? And so he counted his money, and then he looked up at his father, and his father asked, why do you want more money if you already have some? And he said, because I didn't have enough, but now I do. Daddy, I have $100 now. Can I buy an hour of your time? Please come home early tomorrow. I want to have dinner with you. And so a story like that, it's a good reminder about perspective and priorities. And when we manage our time effectively, we balance home and work life and you know, can be generous with everyone involved in our lives. So my request to you, if you're listening, is to make sure that you're spending or sharing $100 worth of your time with someone that you love. You know, when we give our time, we, we don't always look at giving our time as something that's of value, right? We don't always think of it that way, but it is. And it is for a lot of people. If they could just have an hour of our time, if they could just have two hours of our time, because you never know the skill sets, the talents, the abilities, the opinions, the ideas that you have might be what unlocks the door to somebody else's freedom. It might be what propels them towards their destiny. So it's up to you and I to be generous in our time. Yeah, and we got to be intentional. I mean, that's that's the main thing is I mentioned earlier, managing our time effectively, recognizing that there are multiple strings that are being pulled, for lack of better terms, in every direction. If we can't manage our time effectively, we're having to say no to some people that we really should be saying yes to and vice versa. And so making sure that we are prioritizing our time to make sure that we're spending time on what really matters the most. And what you said, exactly right, intentionality. We talked about that, and I think it was like the first or second week of this podcast, we talked about that whatever, as leaders, we say yes to, there's an always a corresponding no to something else. And if we're able to prioritize relationships, of which we have to, if we don't prioritize relationships, we'll never be able to really steward the ones that matter the most. And I think, again, it goes back to what you said, intentionality and being intentional with our time and being wise stewards with our time. That way, we can be generous with our time as well. So the first thing is giving our time. Second thing is giving of our skill sets. We've all equipped with abilities and talents. There's things in life that we're quote unquote subject matter experts in. Whatever your passion is, whatever your hobby is, there's skill sets you and I have as leaders that we can give of others. A passion of mine is public speaking. I mean, that is totally a passion of mine. I love it. I love speaking in front of others. I love trying to, to motivate an audience from point A to point B. I, I just love it. And one way that I used to give of this skill set when I went to college was I used to coach other people in public speaking. I used to help them write their presentations. I used to coach them in how they presented and how they spoke. I, I would give them constructive feedback. I would encourage them. And one of the most fulfilling things in the world would be when I coached somebody or came along somebody, gave them feedback for a presentation, and then they came back and said, oh my goodness, look at the success I had. Thank you. Now, they did all the work. They're the ones that went out and did it. They're the ones that took the initiative to even get coaching. I mean, it was 100% them. But the fact that I even had a small part to play in that mattered a lot. And what was that? That was me giving of a skill set. I have a gift of public speaking, and I was able to pass that along to someone else. And, and I loved it, and I enjoyed it. So giving of our skill sets. So asking ourselves each and every day as leaders, what are some skill sets that we have that we could be giving to others? What are some areas that we're experts in, some areas that we're really passionate about, 
that we could pass it along to other people. Find those areas, and when you do, become generous with that, and then you'll see not only will you have fun in the process because that is something that you're passionate about, but you're going to see value added to somebody else's life and a change made in the middle of all of it. You're helping people build their talents too. I mean, there's a phrase that my coach, uh, I I played basketball when I was younger, and a well-known phrase that he would share was hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And, you know, it kind of goes back to the time that we talked about being intentional with your time. And when you're intentional with your time, you're putting in the the work, you're putting in the the effort and you can be talented. You can be gifted. You're a gifted public speaker, Josh. But I also know that you put in hard work and effort along the way to become more talented. And when we put in that time, when we put in the hard work, we become more talented and then we can give our skill set to those around us. And it's really just a full circle effect. It's a blessing for everyone. That is just fantastic. It is so true. When you pass that on, right, there's satisfaction there. And not just passing on your skill set, but inspiring somebody else to go further and coaching them and walking alongside them to go even further. And, you know, I think one other way we can give and be generous, of course, is through our finances. I believe we can be generous in our finances. I believe that is a principle as a leader. I believe it's a biblical principle, and I believe it's one that if you do it, there's great satisfaction there. You know, God has blessed us with resources, and one of the things with this podcast that is so really inspiring and and exciting at the same time, Josh, is, you know, we've got an audience literally all over the world at different parts of the world that listen in. And, you know, wherever we're at in our respective nations and communities, we have the ability to be generous with our finances, whatever that looks like, whether it's something small right? The $5 analogy that we talked about. Sure. Or it's something larger, right? You're able to give something larger, but leaders know their finances are just a tool to make an impact, right? It's just a, just another tool to make an impact on others. It doesn't mean we don't enjoy things, but you realize that your number one priority with your finances is to make an impact on someone else's life. So I think as leaders, you and I can look for ways each and every day to be generous. Is it tipping the waitress or waiter extra? Is it leaving a tip in the drive-thru at your fast food chain of choice? Is it just giving somebody random money, right? Something that was really cool recently, I was in line at Starbucks. I know that's shocking to you, Josh, Mm -hmm. but I was in the drive-thru at Starbucks. I bet you got a pumpkin spice latte, extra whipped cream. No, I'm I'm more on the uh, pumpkin cream cold brew right now. Okay. Um, So right vegetable. I haven't had the pumpkin spice latte yet, but I need to do it. Is a pumpkin a vegetable? I think it is. Well, whatever. I do know it's good. But I will tell you, I was in line at Starbucks, and they were in front of me, and they bought the drink for me. I had no idea this was happening. So I get up to the window. I'm prepared to pay. And the lady behind the window tells me, sir, your drink has been paid for. And you know that just made my day. Mm -hmm. It was just an, an act of generosity. The person didn't have to. I didn't need to. I was prepared to pay for the cup of coffee. But he did that to make an impact on my life. And it did. I remember it. I'm talking about it now. Sure. A little bit goes a long way. We just talked about it. It was, what, an extra 3 or $4 for that person? Yes. Well, more like an extra 5 but... Oh, oh, yeah, Starbucks. That's right. We're talking Starbucks. (laughs) Love Starbucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, we we are talking Starbucks. That's exactly right. It wasn't anything huge, but he was able to make a difference. Yeah, Josh, I was also a recipient of a gift of finances when I was younger. You know, I was in high school, and uh, going into my senior year, that summer, a family friend who I didn't know very well. It's really a friend of my father's. They worked together. She blessed me with sponsoring a mission trip. It was a life-changing mission trip that I went on to Honduras. And you know, anytime I think about being able to bless others or be blessed by others as it relates to finances, that's a story that I always think of and how fortunate I was to be able to go on that trip. It, it really was a life-changing experience for me. And I wouldn't be able to experience 
it had not been for uh, the gift of someone else's finances. And it made an impact on your life where you're still talking about it all these years later. And that's so cool as we step out and give. But on the other hand, I do want to challenge all of us, right? While we can be comfortable with giving minimum, and, and that's great. I mean, do what you can. I would also encourage all of us as leaders, and I'm talking to myself on the same note, let's stretch ourselves. Let's step out of our comfort zone and give, even in the area of finances, where it may feel a bit uncomfortable, right? I'm not saying put yourself in a weird financial situation, but what I am saying is even step out and do things that maybe you wouldn't normally do. And as you do that, you're going to see the impact that's made and there's going to be satisfaction that comes with that. So those are three ways we can be generous with our time, with our skill set, and with our finances. And here's three reasons why we as leaders choose to see generosity. The leader sees generosity. After all, it's the name of this episode. So here's three reasons why we choose to see generosity. Number one, it establishes our work. So our generosity establishes our work and what we're trying to do. Number two, it allows us to make a significant impact that touches every part of the person, physically, emotionally, and financially. So your generosity is establishing the work. We're able to make an impact in every area of the person you're being generous to, their life. And then number three, generosity has a multiplying effect. Generosity has a multiplying effect. As you're generous around you, it trickles down, and then others become more generous, and then it it trickles down, trickles down, and before you know it, because of your one act of generosity, you're affecting communities, towns, states, nations, whatever, just because you decided to be generous. My prayer and my hope for all of us as leaders is that we would purpose each and every day to become more generous in our day-to-day life with our time, our skill set, and our finances. And as we do this, we're going to see a blessing attached to that. We're going to see lives change. And at the end of the day, that is the leader's number one goal is to see lives around them change. So that's all we've got for you today. But before we let you go, I want to leave you with these encouraging words from Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and you will receive. Your gift will be returned to you in full measure, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. You know, as leaders, as we keep our eyes open to ways we can be generous to those around us, let's always remember there's a return associated with that. When we touch a life and there's a life change, that's satisfaction that we get out of that to see that life change. So let's all purpose together to be generous leaders who make an impact on the world around them. So until next time, I'm Josh Hitchcock reminding you to keep leading well.